Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Down the Line Sports. My name is Ryan Hamilton. You could call me Rhino, or you could just call me whatever. But I mean, as long as you know you're on Down the Line Sports, you know that's what all that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna keep it in the realm of college football right now. And man, there's a lot to go over. But to start off. We're going to go over the championship Saturday results. The first part, we had the SEC championship, and we got number one Georgia that played number 14 LSU. Georgia won the SEC championship 50-30. to Stetson Bennett threw season high of four touchdown passes for a total of 274 yards passing. And unfortunately, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, he got hurt in the second quarter, re-injured a, a previous injury from the Texas A&M game. And that really, from there, it was just nonstop scoring from that potent Georgia Bulldog offense led by Stetson Bennett, their quarterback. And then we're going to go up north to the Big Ten championship game. Number two, Michigan versus unranked Purdue. Michigan wins their back-to-back Big Ten titles, 43-22. to And everybody got a piece of that in that Big Ten title game. And I, I want to call out the tight end, Loveland. He is a beast. So the next one, we had the Big 12 championship game. I was there. It was really badass. And number 10, Kansas State, was playing number 3, TCU. And, oh, my goodness, TCU is undefeated no more. Kansas State won 31-28, and it was crazy. I mean, it was back and forth. Kansas State just seemed like... The whole game, they never were in doubt. They I, they were playing from the lead, I will say, generally speaking. But their quarterback, Will Howard, he's a dog. And I just I wasn't really expecting Kansas State to come out like they did. Like I said, they were playing from the lead. But um, Max Duggan, quarterback for TCU, he is a stud. I mean... I I knew he was good, but I I mean they didn't TCU didn't give up, and the game actually went into overtime. TCU had the ball, and at the goal line, and they just got stopped. So, it was really a close game, and Kansas State wins by three again. The score thirty one to twenty eight, and it was just real solemn for the TCU Horn Frogs exiting the stadium as Kansas State was celebrating their Big 12 championship. So next, we are going to the ACC championship. And we had number 9, Clemson, playing number 23, North Carolina. Clemson wins it with Cade Klubnik 39-10 against Drake May in the North Carolina Tar Heels. Clemson seems like I don't I know they didn't win it last year, but 
it just seems like they always win it. <laughs> so the ACC champions, Clemson Tigers. And then group of five, we had for the MAC championship, the Toledo Rockets, led by quarterback Daquan Finn, played the Ohio Bobcats, and Toledo won 17-7. And then the American Athletic Championship, we had Tulane Green Wave versus UCF Black Knights, and Tulane won 45-28, becoming the American champions. And then a quick recap from the Friday games. USC in the Pac-12, sorry, the Pac-12 championship. Utah, number 11 Utah versus number 4 USC. Utah won 47-24. And in the CUSA game, it was UTSA defeating North Texas. And I cannot think of the score right now, but... Those were the two Friday games. And after the championship Saturday, after all the dust had settled, after all the panicking from TCU fans, the 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 this the panic from not being undefeated anymore and um all the chaos from number four USC losing as well getting their second loss, not like TCU. But um, the college football playoffs got released. Finally, the last one. Who's in? And we had, of course, undefeated number one ranked, the defending champs, Georgia, in the one spot. And for number two, one and two are really easy, uh, undefeated number two, Michigan, and they are returning for another appearance, like Georgia from last year. Number three, this may be a shock, but TCU. They sneak it at number three, despite losing that close game by three points to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. TCU gets to sneak in. Hey, I mean, it was either TCU, I think they might have actually really been the last one-loss team. But that gets me in the number four team. The only other one-loss team I could think of, the Ohio State Buckeyes, sneak into number four because purely because USC lost their Pac-12 title game against Utah. So Georgia will play and will host in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia, the Ohio State Buckeyes. For a one versus four matchup. And then for our two versus three, Michigan will play TCU in the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. And I, this is this, the playoffs this year, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm not mad at what happened. I mean, at the end of the day, teams, some, you know, USC did not win. They did not win out like they needed to take care of business. TCU didn't either, and they did get a little bit of bailed out. But, uh, man, they were a great team in the Big 12 title game. I mean, 
it was a tough loss, but oh my, it was crazy. It was it was a great game, and I think uh, we're gonna have a great playoffs this year. So that gets me into further down the line into the next subject: the new year, the bowl season. So our college football bowl season list of games got released. And I'm going to start off with the the New Year's Six Bowl games. So you have the playoffs, the Peach Bowl with number one Georgia versus number four Ohio State. And that was the Peach Bowl in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Then you had the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona with number two Michigan versus number three TCU. And the Orange Bowl, I believe it's in Florida, could be Miami. It was uh, number seven, Clemson, versus number six, Tennessee. Old Rocky Top gets to a big bowl game since, like, the 90s. They haven't, they haven't played in a, a New Year's Six bowl game. It's, this is big. I uh, see right now, it says... The, the Volunteers have a chance to win a major bowl game for the first time since 2004. And the last time they played in the Orange Bowl was 1998. And the quarterback they had in that bowl game was Peyton Manning. Look it up. Um, but unfortunately for this bowl game between Clemson and Tennessee in the Orange Bowl... Hendon Hooker for the Volunteers is not going to play. He had a season-ending injury back in Week 11 against South Carolina. And um, we won't get to see Hendon Hooker show, unfortunately. But uh, we're going to see more of the Clemson Tigers and Cade Klubnick. And he, this kid's really taken over. And... We're gonna. I'm thinking we're gonna see more from Clemson this game than really Tennessee. But don't count out the Volunteers. I I really think the Volunteers are gonna be excited to play back in a big bowl game, and uh, they're don't don't count out those SEC teams, man. They're they're no cupcakes. So the next next uh New Year's Six bowl game, the Sugar Bowl. It is number nine, Kansas State, versus number five, Alabama. And we have the Big 12 champions, the Kansas State Wildcats. Will Howard, their quarterback, he's a stud. I mean, I watched them in the Big 12 title game. He was, he, I, I think, I don't know if he's like a freshman or a sophomore, but I, maybe he's, I, I, I don't know what his class is, but... Uh, He's a stud. I mean, he's he's got the tangibles. He's he's built big, and uh, he makes the he doesn't make any bad plays. So, Kansas State, I I'm I'm thinking they can hang with uh, Alabama right now. I mean, uh, Alabama's only got two losses, and uh, let's see, what was, where was it? Two losses. Bryce Young. It was uh like a four point total or a five point, but of like the total points in Alabama's two loss margin, it's crazy. Uh, but um, that this is definitely a down year for Alabama. Just two losses, if you believe me. So that's the Sugar Bowl. 
and the Cotton Bowl, we have number 10, USC, versus number 16, Tulane. And we have the Amer- we have the American champions, Tulane Green Wave, who have had a, a great season overall. And we have the USC Trojans, Southern Cal. And, uh, man, I mean, it's going to be very hard for the USC players, they all looked very down, and Lincoln Riley's definitely gonna have to work some coaching magic to get them to keep their heads up, play this game, and give it their all. But um, that defense was atrocious. They couldn't, they couldn't tackle anything. They couldn't tackle me if I was on that field, man. It was, it was not pretty. But um, it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I don't underestimate the green wave. Let's see. The last time Tulane played in a bowl game of this caliber was 1939. And Tulane is representing the group of five in the bowl games in the bowl season this year as the highest rank, highest ranked conference champion from a group of five league. So with with that, with how bad USC's defense was with tackling anybody's got a shot against them as sad as that sounds but um maybe USC outscores on Lincoln Riley he's been in the Cotton Bowl before when he put, when he coached for Oklahoma so this isn't nothing new for him in the last uh, New Year's Six bowl game is the Rose Bowl and it's the Pac-12 champions Utah Utes with Cam Rising and versus number 11 Penn State Nittany Lions and uh I'm look I always look forward to the Rose Bowl game just because I like watching the Rose Bowl parade and all the com- all the like uh not com- camaraderie but uh the pageantry just uh of the Rose Bowl it's a pretty it's an old bowl and uh one of those oldies but goodies so the Utes have this is their back to back appearance. They lost last year to Ohio State, but um, Ohio State had Jackson Smith and Jigba that last year, and uh, you can't really do nothing against the performance he put up. But we'll see how Utah comes out this year. Penn State's no fluke, and uh, their only losses came to Ohio State and Michigan, so it's gonna be. A good game. It all these New Year Six bowl games. I I'm not gonna lie to you. They're gonna be good ones. Just trust me. Even that Tennessee Clemson one in the Orange Bowl. Even despite Hendon Hooker being out, that will be a good one. So I'm just gonna go over a couple more bowl games that I like. I got a list pulled up right here. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. I like that Washington. We got the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle in Inglewood, California at SoFi Stadium. The Washington State Cougars versus Fresno State Bulldogs. And uh, Fresno State, I believe they won the Mountain West Championship against Boise State. So Fresno State's got the better record with 9-4. and four. Compared to Washington State's seven and five, but uh, group of five versus power five school, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a dog fight. Don't sleep 
on Fresno State. They 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 got the last like two years. They've been playing up to these bigger schools and giving them a lot of trouble. So don't sleep on Fresno State, and that's a home that's a home game pretty much. Fresno's Fresno's eh, it's not really Los Angeles, but uh, it's in California. It's close, so they can they'll they'll make it a home game. All right, the L.A. Bowl, that was going to be a good one. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. All right, the Boca Raton Bowl in, the, in Florida. We have the Liberty Flames playing the Toledo Rockets. Toledo, T-O-L, E-D-O. Um, the MAC champion, Toledo Rockets. I put some respect on that, right? But uh, I'm thinking that's going to be a good one. Uh, I believe Liberty head coach Hugh Freeze. I don't know if he's going to coach in that. If you, in case you didn't know, Liberty's head coach, Hugh Freeze, he got hired by Auburn to become their head coach. And I am not 100% sure he will be the coach for Liberty in their last game because he was in Auburn in the last interview I saw. So I'm thinking... Daquan Finn, quarterback for Toledo, had a great season this year. He got hurt midseason, but uh, man, he's a Detroit native. We gotta gotta support, gotta support Detroit natives, man. So Toledo versus Liberty in the Boca Raton, oh the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl in Florida. Toledo opens as a four point favorite. Have the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl between the ba- the six and six Baylor Bears and the nine and three Air Force Falcons. Baylor opens as a s- minus six and a half, basically a touchdown favorite. And that's a that's a power five Big Twelve team playing the Mountain West Group of Five Air Force Falcons. But I will say, Air Force. They won the Commander's Cup this year. Um, I'm going to fact check myself right now. Commander's Cup. Let's see. Commander's Cup. Football. All right. Okay, maybe it's not called the Commanders Cup, but it's a it, there's a always every year you have Army, Air Force, and Navy, and the, the best team wins their wins like the Commanders competition. I know, I think Air Force did the best. Yep, Air Force beat Army, and let's see Navy. Real quick. Air Force beat Navy. Air Force, don't sleep on them this year. This is Air Force's year. Um, it, this uh, Armed Forces Bowl is in Amon G. Carter Stadium, home of the TCU Horn, Horn Frogs in Fort Worth, Texas. So... 
Baylor versus Air Force, that's going to be a good one. All right, all right, I'm still looking. Ooh, okay, okay. I got two for you right here. God, I got three. Okay, so we got the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, the 6-6, six and six, Kansas Jayhawks, Rock Chalk Jayhawks, playing the 6-6, six and six, Arkansas, Arkansas Razorbacks. Oh, my gosh, pardon. I can't believe I just said that. Played in Memphis, Tennessee, and the Jayhawks, they, they, they're always predicted to win, like, no more than two games in a season. And they won six. Hell, they're going bowling. And, uh, man, that's going to be a great game. What, what was their quarterback's name? Jalen Dan- Daniels for Kansas. He's a baller. And K.J. Jefferson, quarterback for Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. Watch the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. It's going to be a great game. Big 12 versus Ace versus SEC between Kansas and Arkansas. Arkansas in the SEC, Southeastern Conference. Kansas is in the Big 12 Conference. Arkansas opens as a f- minus 4.5 favorite in that game. The next bowl game I liked was the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl in San Diego, California. We have the number 15 Oregon Ducks playing the North Carolina Tar Heels. Drake May, a lot of hype. Hey, Drake May, quarterback from UNC, a lot of hype, deservedly so. Looking at his stats, 300, like on the season, he was 324 pa- passing completions for a total of with a total of of 482 attempts with 4,115 passing yards and 35 touchdowns that's gonna be a great game and I read on social media that that game the over under is 72 total points take the over I mean Oregon opens as a 10.5-point favorite in the Holiday Bowl against UNC in San Diego. Bo Nix, Drake May, both great quarterbacks. Bo Nix, quarterback from, for University of Oregon, transferred from Auburn. And Drake May, I mean, I know he's related to, like, those basketball stars from UNC, Luke May, and there's another one, but... uh. He's a great football player, and he's talented. Got in the arm too, so we'll. I'm definitely gonna watch that one. That's gonna be a good one. All right, the next one. I'm I'm biased a little bit. Texas Tech, my alma mater, versus Ole Miss in the Texas Tax Act Texas Bowl, and this is gonna be played in Houston, Texas, where the home of the Houston Texans are played. Texas Tech is going to give Ole Miss as much hell as possible. I don't I can't even tell you who's going to win. I'm just kidding, Texas Tech. But um Ole Miss opens as a a 4-point favorite against Texas Tech. And uh Lane Kiffin, head coach of Ole Miss versus Texas Tech's head coach 
Joey McGuire. First year for Joey McGuire. But uh, Jackson Dart, quarterback for Ole Miss, he was a stud too. And I will say, I don't even know who Tyler Show is probably going to be the quarterback for Texas Tech. He was a transfer from Oregon like two years ago. That will be a good bowl game in the Texas Bowl. All right. Man, there's so many good bowl games. I'm going to kind of go through them fast, but uh, we have the Alamo Bowl, the Valero Alamo Bowl, number 20, Texas versus number 12, Washington. Texas opens as a, a six-point favorite, and this is going to be in San Antonio, Texas, in the where the Alamo Dome's at. Michael Penix Jr. And then we got, oh, man, we got Bijan Robinson. Those are the highlight players in my eyes. Um, Quinn Ewers is the quarterback for Texas. Michael Penix Jr. is the quarterback for Washington. Bijan Robinson, the running back, the stud for Texas. He's going to go pro, I'm sure of it, after this season. So... Texas has got a tall task because Washington's got a very efficient, potent scoring offense. But this is like this. Is, I guarantee you, this is going to be a home game for Texas because it's in it's in Texas, San Antonio, not Austin, but San Antonio. So let's see how that one goes. Will be a good one. And got Maryland versus. Number 23, NC State, and Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Carolina Panthers. We got Notre Dame, number 21, Notre Dame, versus number 19, South Carolina. Everybody, you know, South Carolina, if you haven't known, they're like giant killers. I mean, they took out they took out Clemson by one point, and then they took out Tennessee by a lot of points. Spencer Rattler, he's a baller. I mean, he's he's uh at least they they finished the season very strong. So South Carolina, Notre Dame in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Notre Dame opens as a a minus four point favorite. Wow, I would take the 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 points right now if you can put any bets for South Carolina. All right, and that's in Jacksonville, Florida. All right, and I'm going to go into the next segment further down the line. Got the Heisman talk. It's at it's at a climax. So the the Heisman finalist lists were released. Got quarterback from Georgia, Stetson Bennett. Quarterback from USC, Caleb Williams. Quarterback from TCU, Max Duggan. And the quarterback from Ohio State, C.J. Stroud. If I'm being honest with you, all these, all these quarterbacks are great. They were they're amazing, amazing season, amazing seasons. Great teams, but uh, I, I I'm I'm honestly thinking it is going to be purely between Caleb Williams, QB for USC, and. C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, it's going to be, I'm just going to read off a little bit of statistics. 
Caleb Williams, the top, he's the favorite for the Heisman Trophy, throwing for 4,075 total passing yards this season, 37 touchdowns, only four interceptions, 372 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns rushing on the season for Caleb Williams, quarterback for USC SoCal. And this was his first year for Southern California, following Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. They didn't win their conference championship, but that we can't take away. He had a great season statistically. Very athletic quarterback right there. Very athletic, and I'm sure he will be back next year. And C.J. Stroud, quarterback for Ohio State, he actually finished in the top five at number four last last year and for the Heisman Trophy. And uh, I remember all I can say, okay, here we go. He had 3,340 passing yards, 37 total touchdowns on the season, six interceptions for C.J. Stroud's resume for the Heisman. Same amount of touchdowns as Caleb Williams, just a little bit less passing yards, and he was he's not a runner like Caleb Williams. So, uh, if I'm gonna pick anybody, I'm gonna put money on Caleb Williams to win it. I just, I I think really what stands out from him and the rest of the, these quarterbacks, not toughness, but Caleb Williams is just like an athlete, man, and. All these guys are athletes. That statement's probably invalid, but I, I just think uh, that's kind of what I see. That I, I can't really. I mean, he's just uh, built different, as they say, right? <laughs> um, so maybe USC can take that away. That's an individual player trophy, but uh, we'll see what happens. That's my pick. And uh, going down to the end of the line, the last segment, wanted to talk about the transfer portal in college football. Oh my gosh, a lot of stuff's been happening in the transfer portal. The biggest, biggest noise, biggest news is Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, he was previously the head coach for Jackson State University. If you haven't heard of Jackson State, it is a HBCU, historically black college. And he took uh, Jackson State to an undefeated season this year, winning the SWAC conference. And he took a job, a head coaching job, with the University of Colorado. And that, he is made sent shockwaves on social media with memes and with transfer portals shaking and um as as coach prime said he's bringing his luggage his louis vuitton over to boulder colorado and um there's a i there's been a lot of like uh i'll call them rumors but uh he's bringing he's bringing uh a lot of recruits and players to Colorado. That's what it sounds like. And I, I have a, two players I wanted to mention. His son, Shadir Sanders, he was the quarterback at Jackson State, four-star QB. 
He is coming over to Colorado. Deion Sanders, I mean, I he, he almost, I, I, I can't quote verbatim, but Deion Sanders was introducing him to the press uh, at his uh, introductory presser after it went live that he got the job and when he was in Colorado. And five-star running back Trey Sanders, he is said on Twitter he is interested in playing for Coach Prime. And he this running back has for the last two seasons played for Alabama so that uh, he's our coach prime Deion Sanders is already shaking the box and he's bringing a lot he it sounds like he's really going to bring a lot of great players to Colorado and Colorado this year they went 1 in 11 and uh that's pretty abysmal <laughs> so we'll see how good Colorado does they have a really tough schedule and uh Deion Sanders, they said that he's roughly getting paid $4.5 million for this head coaching job. And uh, it seems like the Colorado faculty athletics team coordinator, or not athletics uh, director is going all in on this coaching hire. So we'll see how it it bodes for the, the Buffalo of Colorado. If you ask me, I'm very interested to see how it's go how it's gonna go. It's gonna be tough, but uh don't cut don't count out Coach Prime. He seems like he's uh really up to the challenge for this in all of his interviews. That's what I've gotten. And just wanted to n- note some notable players in the that have announced that they are going to the transfer portal as of right now, December sixth, twenty twenty two. We have a couple of quarterbacks, mainly quarterbacks. So the first quarterback, Devin O'Leary from NC State, great player, broke Phillip Rivers' records at NC State. Huge, huge quarterback already in the transfer portal right there, Devin O'Leary, quarterback, NC State. Another quarterback, DJ Uyagalele from Clemson. And after Corey Klubnik, after Cade Klubnik from Clemson took his job, DJ Uyagale, I can't say that name. Uyagale is going. He has already announced he's transferring from Clemson. And another quarterback, Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, has announced he is entering the transfer portal, and uh, that's a shock. I, I I used to watch, I watched Spencer Sanders uh back in during his when he was at high school. I wasn't in high school. I was a spectator, but it was really cool and he was he, he was really good. I watched him actually in college too whenever Texas Tech played uh, Oklahoma State in over in Lubbock, Texas. So that's that's crazy. Um I, I even watched them last year in the Big 12 Championship game against Baylor, but uh from there it's kind of gone downhill. He's uh Spencer Sanders has just been throwing a lot of picks, interceptions, and uh the they the Oklahoma State Cowboys did not end the season well. It was uh they lost like their, their last two or three games. I swear. Uh, another quarterback. We got like two more quarterbacks on this list. <laughs> Wisconsin 
quarterback Graham Mertz is transferring, has announced his transfer. And uh, another quarterback off the cuff right here, I just remembered, Cade McNamara from Michigan. He had, he transferred and has already declared intent with Iowa. He won. He was with Michigan last year and helped win their their first uh, game against Ohio State in forever, and then their Big Ten championship. So he's it's crazy. He's going. And he's staying in the Big Ten, and he's going to Iowa. That's what he has said on social media, Instagram, this specifically the one where I saw that. And the last quarterback I got on this list right here is Donovan Smith, quarterback, Texas Tech. He's a good athlete. It sucks to see him go, and I wish him the best. It sucks to see him go, but, you know, we – at the end of the day, you know, these guys are trying to find their starting spots and do what's best for their careers, and that's what you got to do, man. Take care of yourself. Uh, the next player, Michigan tight end, Eric All. Really good tight end, great, really great tight end. Played for Michigan a lot last year. He got hurt uh, near the end, though had surgery, and uh, Michigan just kind of had a couple of tight ends near the end of the season really stand out, and I guess Eric All announced he was going to transfer out. That's that's kind of what I heard and what it sounded like. Loveland, I went over it earlier in the podcast, Loveland, tight end for Michigan. He balled in the Big Ten Championship game, and... Michigan tight end Eric All is in the transfer portal. Michigan tight end Eric All. And the last player I got on this this transfer portal news is Oklahoma wide receiver Theo Weiss Jr. Really great wide receiver. And I've heard that Theo Weiss Jr. for this, this wide receiver Potentially might go to Colorado to play for D- Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Not confirmed, but just rumor. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of uh, transfers already announced. So let's see. There's a total as of right now, five hundred and eight total football players have entered the transfer portal today, and four hundred and seventeen are. FBS football bowl series players that have are out of that list and that's a lot uh the transfer portal has really shaped college football and it continues to do so it's crazy world out there and that's all I had for the podcast right now man there I felt like I went over a lot uh a lot of college football. I'm starting to really like uh, this college football setting. My, I'm thinking I might talk more about college sports. And uh, I wanted to thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, um, a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of stuff to absorb, and um, we have a lot more stuff coming up. I guarantee it. So, 
I'm going to sign off. Appreciate you all. Thank you all for supporting me. Your support means everything. And um, again, my name is Ryan Hamilton. You can call me Rhino. You could call me Rye Dog. You could call me anytime. And uh, thank you for joining me on Down the Line Sports. Thank you for joining me down the line on the sports. No, down the line sports. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to see you guys later. You guys be safe out there and have a good one. Peace.